Welcome to the Connected Insurance Podcast, presented by Agency Revolution. Listen to interviews with the most influential people in the insurance industry. Learn the most important strategies, tactics, trends, and challenges facing today's independent insurance agents and brokers. New episodes every Wednesday. Visit agencyrevolution.com and click media to explore the Connected Insurance family of resources for insurance agents and brokers. Subscribe today and get updates delivered right to your inbox. And now, without further delay, the Connected Insurance Podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Michael Jans, co-founder of Agency Revolution. Today, delighted to be your podcast host for this episode of the Connected Insurance Podcast, presented by Agency Revolution, creators of Attract. If you haven't seen it, Attract is a powerful marketing suite that makes it easier for you to spend less time on the elements of marketing that you don't like, the details, the drudgery, and more time on those high leverage activities that help you grow your business. Attract gives you the technology and the content you need to find your ideal prospect, turn them into your customer. What more could you want? Visit agencyrevolution.com. If you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it lately, request a demo of their award-winning software today. And uh, again, I'm going to welcome you to this uh, podcast, exciting conversation. Sometimes when I'm done with the conversation, in fact, a lot of the time, um, it's the quality of the guests, trust me. Uh, I'll get done with the conversation. I'll say, wow, that was fun. Uh, Or, wow, that was a glimpse into the future of this industry. And this time I said both. My guest today is Jay Bregman. Jay is the founder and CEO of Thimble. And um, I'll say a word or two about it and then boom, get you right into the conversation. Thimble delivers on-demand insurance uh, by the job to cover the now 57 million people who work independently like photographers, handymen, DJs, and all sorts of freelancers. Uh, Did you know that by the year 2027, it's projected that the majority, majority of the U.S. workforce will work as freelancers? Did you know that by the end of next year, 2021, the majority of small and medium businesses will be owned by millennials? So world's changing, world's changing fast, and the world is becoming different. So I want to encourage you. Listen to this one carefully. Um, in case you're thinking that Thimble is a competitor, I will tell you, uh, this is, I don't know if this is a spoiler alert, but we do talk about it in the conversation. Um, Thimble works with agencies. So be aware of that as well. Um, and really without much further ado, uh, I will encourage you, if you haven't done it, then the next time you're in front of your computer, if you think about this, hop on LinkedIn, connect with Michael Jans. Let's be buddies. Um, And one of the reasons I encourage you to do that is because I post um, with some frequency and now posting with more frequency. And there's a lot that happens in between podcasts that I want to be able to share with you. And I'll also mention this. Um, (laughs) I've been um, a skeptic of Twitter, but uh, I think I'm reaching the tipping point in finding value and valuable conversations. And uh, hopefully I can be part of that conversation with you. So follow me on Twitter as well. So now without further ado, uh, it is my delight to bring into this conversation with a highly intelligent, highly energetic and fascinating Jay Bregman. 
Jade Bregman. Thanks so much for joining us. How are you? I'm great. It's great to be here. Thanks so much for the invite. Uh, well, I'm excited about this conversation because you're doing some exciting things. You're um, you're engaging in this industry in a way that is uh, well, in some ways, it's transformative, and and uh, so um, I'm thrilled about digging into this with you. Uh, so, before we get started on what's up with Thimble, tell us a little bit about Jay Bregman and how you got to be where you are right now. Yeah, so look, uh, uh, so was born in New York, uh, went to school at, at Dartmouth in New Hampshire. Um, uh, then spent some time in London, um, doing a degree that I thought would just be a one year kind of thing. And then mm-hmm. got into starting a business, um, which was called the courier, uh, which was a, an, basically an on-demand same day delivery company, um, that was vertically integrated. We had the technology as well as, uh, the vans and the bikes, et cetera. And the main clients were Harrods and Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley and all the big Customers in New York, in, in uh, London, sorry, that needed to get their stuff um, uh, from place to place. Uh, sold that business to the Royal Mail, which is like the UK version of the post office. Uh, then started Halo, which was um, a ride-sharing company uh, in London, and then grew to about ten different cities. Sold that to Daimler, uh, and then you know noticed that as we were building this platform, that taxi drivers could take. Uh, work from other sources that was kind of creating this environment that people would buy phones just for supplemental work and, and basically start to run their businesses basically on their phones and, and there wasn't any really any real business services like insurance that were designed to meet that new breed of customer that I felt was going to be uh, the mainstream and so here we are 10 years later um, uh, and I think that that moment has come and so you know thimble uh, is uh, his mission is to, to make insurance simple, to help businesses succeed on their own terms. And what we mean by that um, is, is that you know, we're trying to build a system that fits into your lifestyle, that basically is tailored completely to you, whether you want to start a job that has that works for an hour or two, whether you want to subscribe to a Netflix-like subscri- subscription that you can cancel or pause at any time. Uh, uh-huh. We want to build policies that fit into your lifestyle uh, not the other way around. And the, 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 unfortunately, the policies of the traditional annual insurance world simply don't fit the bill anymore. Okay, we're going to be digging into that here in a moment. Um, so uh, but before we do, so it sounds like, Jay, you're really a serial entrepreneur. This is your third startup? It's my third startup. It's also the third startup of my co-founder, Eugene, who recently, well, his previous startup was diapers.com. Uh, sold to Amazon in, in 2011. So uh-huh. we've been around yeah. the block quite a lot. Yeah, you've been around the block. Okay. And each of these startups had a technology component to them. Yeah. And not right. only that, but all three of them for me have had a mobile component. I mean, Thimble, if you search for Thimble on the App Store, we're the only app that allows you to buy and manage your business insurance um, by an app. Even though oh, no kidding. Way- yeah, even though that's the way that all of these smaller modern businesses are managing their, their whole business on their phone, we're the only app that allows you to buy and manage business insurance on the app stores. Oh, that's fascinating. Uh, uh, there could be uh, an interesting story behind that, and I, I don't know if we'll get to it. So <laughs> so uh, let me uh, see if I understand Thimble. I'll just kind of summarize it really briefly, uh, and then I want to go back to some things you said earlier. 
So uh, Thimble delivers um, insurance and it delivers it online. And at least as I understand it, your primary or let's say your uh, initial focus was or has been um, gig workers or uh, independent contractors. And as you've shared with me previously, in in many cases, I think you said as many as 75 percent, their Thimble policy is the first policy that they purchased in that business. Yeah, I would call them embryonic businesses or something. Embryonic businesses, okay. Not, not, not so much uh, business because, you know, gig workers, it's, it symbolizes like working for Uber or Postmates. And that's not what, what our customers are. Uh, our, our customers are aspiring entrepreneurs. Um, uh, uh-huh. Okay. So, uh, so these aspiring entrepreneurs. So you had an insight. Uh, that I think you said you, that may may have occurred to you like as much as ten years ago, that the nature of work was changing. Am I seeing that right? You saw the like the nature of work, the way people perform work was changing. Well, I think that the divide between personal and professional is being more and more blurred. I mean, what we saw in London uh, in 2010 when we were starting Halo was that taxi drivers didn't all have smartphones, but they ran out and got a smartphone just to get our app because they knew they could make more money using it. And so I saw this idea of people starting to, to work and make money from their phones, um, this sort of intrinsic value to, uh, to the smartphone. And so the next level beyond that is, okay, now that I'm running my business from my phone, how do I run my insurance from my phone? How do I, you know, how, how, how do I do everything uh, in the same app-based, easy to use way as the services that I'm used to as a consumer, like Netflix and Hulu and uh, w- w- what have you. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was the sort of challenge and that was what we saw. And, and this is only intensifying because if you look at the, the demographics, you know, um, most uh, SMBs will be owned by millennials uh, by the end of this year. So um, really yeah, is- you had mentioned that, you said that in the previous conversation and that does that, uh, well, it kind of blows my mind. That's a, that's a significant number. So, so by the end of this year, more than half of the small and medium businesses in the U.S. will be owned by millennials. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And, and th- these millennials don't want to fill out a 50 question application to get a quote. They want three questions. So in, in, with only three questions, what do you do? Where are you? Where are you? And how long do you want the policy? We can give you a, a, a quote, a price uh, and then allow you to bind that without any additional questions in under 30 seconds via app, via web, or via broker. So okay. the instantaneous nature of this product is, is what you, people are used to on the consumer side. And that's why ultimately we see this as being as dominating the market. Uh, well, so you've identified a couple of shifts. One is kind of a change in the nature of work um, that, that at least some segment of the population probably more than before. They're, they're independent. They're working out on their own. They, they're, they, they, in some ways they resemble me. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not only that, but it's, it's not either or, I mean, some people are full or right. half-time employed and they love to do stuff on the weekends. Like do we have, like, for example, we have a firefighters who often have some free time and they do landscaping and it's very common to have multiple. Got it. Yeah. So, so, so they have a hide, they they have a a side hustle that needs protection. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's change number one. And then change number two, 
uh, I think maybe to some extent, extent speaks to the psychology of the millennial. Um, I don't want to be too broad in the generalization, but I think people, it's not just the millennials. Our, our customers, well, yeah. what I say is it is the instantaneous, uh, people have been, you know, Apple is such a successful business because everything happens instantaneously. Netflix is such a successful business because everything can be done instantaneously. You're in control. You can cancel or pause anytime. That's why these these services have been so successful. People are used to an on-demand lifestyle and, and world, and they don't want the analog offline. I got to answer 100 questions. It's going to be a 30-minute commitment. I got to get somebody, a broker, to help me through uh, this particular uh, you know issue. They want something that they can do with, with with the other person if they're a broker, is providing them actual advice and help, not just you know helping them fill out the actual application. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I think, as my listeners know, I like to really like to start the conversation with some sense of what you see as the trends and forces that allow you to be, that allow you to innovate right now, and and, and apparently we're, we're definitely already digging into that. Um, and so, um, do you do you think? Well, first of all, your your original thesis from ten years ago seems to be uh, to, to bearing itself out as true. Things have changed, and you've attempted to set up a company that meets that change. Well, not and, for everybody, but for yeah, a, for a segment you know, of the demographic. Well, but but COVID has accelerated it. That was my next question. Ah, <laughs> okay. So so yes, but you 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 you're, you you're, we have been way ahead of this change for a long time, but this change itself is accelerating. I'll let you ask the question. Yeah, no, no. Okay. So, um, how, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously a lot of businesses got hurt, but what happened, uh, what, what has happened for you? What have you observed? So we, we have had the best couple of months, uh, ever. We've been growing as fast as 30% plus per month. It's incredible. Wow. Yeah. Let me just explain some context to this. There, there's some context to this that's important. One of them is we do a lot of different businesses. So we do everything from computer consultants to handyman to landscapers to cleaners, et cetera. Some of these businesses like landscapers, contractors, cleaning, home repair, et cetera, have just gone through the roof because everybody's at home and that's what they're spending money on, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, mm -hmm. right, you know, but not only that, what we've also seen is larger businesses that previously had had annual policies come to us and say, you know what, we bought this annual policy and we, we told uh, you know the, the insurance company that we had $100,000 of sales last year, and that's what we were being priced on. And yeah. now we've had to cut half of our business, and we don't even know what's going to happen next month. So why, can we go to a month-to-month -month plan rather than staying on an annual policy when, when even bigger businesses have no idea what's going to happen uh, next month, let alone next year? So, yeah. so we think that people are more willing than ever now to pay a little bit more for uh, the flexibility of a month-to-month -month plan, which is what our FIMA monthly uh, plan does. Right. So that's why, in, in effect, uh, I think you see uh, th this trend towards uh, our service accelerating and will continue to accelerate, by the way, as more businesses believe and understand that they need to be able to show insurance even to consumers because this whole barometer of, of risk has been reset in the market. Every time there's a catastrophic event in the world, be it 
World War II or the Great Depression uh, or whatever it is, uh, you know, the, the, the uh, great fire of uh, you yeah. know, San Francisco, an insurance company is generally created out of it. Meaning it, th th that event <laughs> causes with Lloyd's in the case of the Great Fire, USAA, uh, the Great Depression, uh, Progressive and, uh, and Geico, uh, you know, straight out of World War II. Because people think that the, people's mentality now is, it's not just, I think about everything's going to be great. I think what's the worst can happen because it's just happened. And so this is another contributor, I think, to why our, our business customers are buying insurance as a way to get more jobs from other customers, particularly consumers, who they know now care about things yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. So I... I I don't know how else to phrase this question, Jay. When when you look at the industry now, you're you're entering into an industry that's I mean definitely got legacy, right? It's been been around for a long time. It's uh, highly regulated. It's it's a ch change, change. There there, there are a lot of um, resistors that inhibit change and innovation in the industry. Now and now, so now you're looking at it and saying, hey, there's there are some different ways to go about it. What do you think is wrong? Um, like you had mentioned, the annual policy. What, what do you think um, is maybe threatened or what do you think is not fitting the market so well in an industry that's been around for hundreds of years? Look, it's quite obvious. It's it's everything. I mean, you... <laughs> okay, <laughs> everything. All right, <laughs> let's break that down into chunks. <laughs> you you are talking about you you you're you're spot on. You're spot on. The, the, the same type of annual policies that were sold 100, 200 years ago are, are functionally different. Are functionally similar to what is sold today, except with one exception. The, the the policies sold today are so much more complicated because they've got all of the legal. Up cases that have happened that have rolled up more and more and more endorsements to the point where right now it is impossible to tell. Even insurance companies don't know what is in this policy. So the, so the solution to that is, is, is simplicity, right? People need to come uh -huh. back to simplicity. It doesn't mean the policy has to be okay. simple. Okay. Well, no, you were in training to be an attorney. I don't know if you became one. <laughs> no, I do you, not. You do have an appreciation uh, I, I, for the precision of language, is, right? This so, is not legal advice. So contracts now, you're right. Uh, you know, we've had uh, case law for hundreds of years that have helped define, you know, where should the endorsements and the exclusions be? And, and by the way, they never up. take them out. They never take stuff out. They always add it. It only bloats after over. Yeah. So look, we have this mantra that we have this, this value at Thimble uh, called th Think Wild, Act Tame. And we uh -huh. be relentlessly yeah. creative, question everything, get to know the rules so well you can use them in new ways, be the industry's compliant radicals. That is one of the most important values that we have, because what it says is it, it is not impossible to innovate in this industry. It's just really hard. So basically what you got to do is you got to think about crazy, as crazy as you want in terms of solutions. And then you got to try and fit it into the regulatory boxes uh, of, uh, you know, the, the, the um, particular areas that you want to deploy the product. That's yeah. something that, that if you instill into an organization is very different from what you see in traditional insurance companies where their response to everything is, well, the re regulators would never allow it. And actually, that's not true. In, in, our, in our experience, the regulators are actually very, very open to helping bring innovative solutions to the market. It's just that they don't have people that, that are in, that, that are, know how to engage with them um, in a way that basically allows them to help. Aha. Uh -huh. 
Okay. So, so now, uh, well, let's talk about the Thimble story a little bit. You, you, Thimble's been around now for six or seven years, right? So uh, let's say 2015. So let's say uh, five okay. years. Okay. Right. Let's say five years. Um, and, uh, and, and, and has been engaged in the industry for solidly now for five years. So now when you look at your experience and you look at the trends and forces that seem to be pushing the industry, you look at the trends and forces that are pushing the economy, you look at the uh, rise of, um, the, uh, the emerging, um, millennial generation owning, (laughs) uh, over half of the small and medium businesses in the country. Um, when, when you kind of put all this together, and you know, plus let's throw into that um, constantly emerging technologies, where do you see, ideally, where do you see things going in the next two or three years? Well, well look, I mean, you know, one of the things apparently it seems that, that, that I'm pretty good at is identifying these trends in what industries are going to be hot and important protect before they are. Remember, you mm-hmm. know, Halo was started in 2010, Uber was only in San Francisco. Now, uh, we didn't quite get to where we wanted to with, with that business, but with this business, I think that we can be the next Berkshire Hathaway. I and mean, this is gonna be a huge, uh, enduring, independent organization, right? That, that mm-hmm. is gonna change every aspect of the insurance industry, not just the lines of business that we're in now, and it's going to play on the fact that that now the divide between business and personal, the spheres are merging. I mean, I'm sitting at home right now working, right? And now they're merging even physically as opposed to just kind of existentially. Uh, so so anyway, how do you think we're doing? Sold 130,000 plus policies. It's a great start. Are, are we, you know, are we as big as some of the other, the other um, uh, incumbents out there? No, of course we're not. Right. We believe that we have the values and we have the framework and we have the product lines and the product understanding of our customers to be able to build one of the biggest businesses in the world. Got it. All right. So uh, to go back to something that you've has been a bit of a theme in your conversation, one of the analogies you used was um, Netflix, right? So you can uh, you can str- it's like streaming insurance, right? Okay. So so you so you can uh, you know if you're if you're going to go on vacation for a month or travel to Europe or one of those things that we used to be able to do, uh, you yeah. you might you you might stop streaming it. You might take a month off and then you know bingo when you come back you can bring it back. So it sounds like you've you've um, begun to crack the code on that. You're, you're you've got that capacity for your clients, and I think that previously I think you've shared with me that somebody could literally rent a policy for. I, I, I said, could they do it for as short as a day? And you said that they could do it for an hour. Yeah, talk look, to me about that. Yeah, how, way, how does that work? Look, the way that we think about this is the the analogy is kind of media, right? So in, in 1975, you know, your only real option is to buy a VHS, VHS tape at a Tower Records. You have to own the asset. You have to pay up front, right? That's the same as a traditional annual policy. Traditional annual policy, whatever company, uh, it's, it requires you to commit for the entire year to pay a deposit, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You're owning that asset for the year. What we did in, in later, right, and with, starting with <laughs> mm-hmm. our own insurance and over the past couple of years, is we allowed uh, consumers and, and businesses to rent insurance 
by the hour, day, or month. And rent is in quotes, of course, because yeah. you allowed them to buy these episodic policies that started and ended at particular times so that they could fit those into particular jobs. What we learned then after was that a lot of those customers said to us, you know what, I'm doing so many jobs that actually I, I want a stream of insurance. I don't just want to pay by the movie, right? I, I want actually a subscription that, that allows me on a month to month basis to be able to access the stream of insurance. But hey, if, if, I, if my business gets closed down because of COVID, I want to pause. And we allow uh -huh. you to pause. We're the only ones yeah. that allow you to pause. I want to modify. If a customer says I want a higher limit, I don't have to call some call center. I want to press a button on the phone and I want to instantaneously get new documents and get them automatically sent to my to my client. If I want to stop, great, stop anytime. It's like like Netflix used to say, uh, use anywhere, cancel anytime. So it, right. we make it, make it super easy. We refund on the app. We allow you to restart. It is a different kind of mentality to the way in which this is developed. And, and I think, you know, we have ourselves have gone from the kind of blockbuster video uh, to the Netflix uh, in just a couple of years that we've been uh, been operational. Um, everybody else is still stuck at, uh, at Tower Records. Yeah. <laughs> OK, got it. Um, all right. So uh, let's let's uh, kind of dig into a little bit more now the actual solution that you're providing. Tell us a little bit about uh, about Thimble and uh, where you want to take it. Yeah, so, so look, uh, you know, we believe in, uh, in our app. We, we believe in the idea that consumers, uh, this, particularly these small businesses, um, they really want not just the lowest price, but they want the lowest total cost of ownership. What that means is they don't want to pay a very, very low price for an annual policy that they got to call up a broker. And if they call past 5 p.m., they're not there and it takes them days to do anything. They want something convenient that they can use, convenient and instantaneous that they can use, uh, you know, on their app. We've raised about $30 million so far. Uh, we have a, a IAC and other wonderful investors. So uh -huh. really the, the goal for the business is to build a massive independent uh, insurance company that is serving not only the the the, uh, the needs of businesses, but the, the, the personal needs of those customers ultimately as well. Got it. All right. Um, so I want to I want to um, well for the sake of clarity, to the extent that we can define what Thimble is. So as I see it, it, it seems to me that perhaps the best explanation is Thimble is an independent insurance agency. Uh, you know, look, I, I, the definition. I know, like, I know you're going to rankle at getting put into any box here, Jay. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is, is you know, you could call us an MGA, you could call us an agent, you could call us a broker. It, it yeah. doesn't really matter because right now we have the capacity to be able to access whatever type of insurance capacity that we need as reinsurance to our programs. Mm -hmm. we, we, if we want to use some of our own capital, we, we have the ability to use that. So, so I mean, I think it really it, it, those. It, those terms don't really matter when you're growing a company like ours because we will be able to, we just care about what the customer thinks and the customer doesn't care whether you're an agent or you're right. okay. or whatever. So that's not um, what we think about. Well, as I understand it, you're not a manufacturer. You, you, don't, uh, you don't create your own product, right? You've got no. carriers that, uh, that are partners that you do that with. We absolutely do create our own products. We create our own products. In some cases, we license them to partners on an exclusive basis so that we can file on their paper. 
but that's uh -huh. that, but now that that's we actually have our own funding paper that we are rolling out okay and be our own product um and our own product set that we are we are building but, okay but so 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 in that case it's a tall vertical from from the manufacturing of the product all the way down to the distribution to the customer absolutely and, yeah okay in in that way is it's full stack minus the the um, uh, the reinsurance. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a tall part of the stack. Um, so, uh, now, um, that said, as you mentioned, you, you said, oh, you, you could also look at us as an MGA. So now you also work with independent insurance agents. Am I right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay. You know, talk, talk, talk about that. Talk about that. Cause we got, we have, we have a bunch of agents listening to this conversation. Well, and they're just... well, well, we, we want you is, is my message. Go to thimble.com <laughs> forward slash broker. Again, that's yeah. thimble.com forward slash broker. No, no, but, but really what we, here's what happened. We, we did not at, at first understand how much pain agents go through with small commercial. They get paid right. yeah. virtually no commission, very small commission, they're very small policies. And the it's, they're very hard to, to initiate quotes on because they ask a lot of questions. It's very heterogeneous. But you know, agents don't like to say no because you know, look, they, they like to provide good, good client service. So what, what we did was we developed a program so that agents could come to, to our thimble.com forward slash broker. They could basically sign up instantaneously, all right? And you could instantly get uh, registered for to, to be able to refer customers and even bind business, right? And get a commission, a lifetime commission on uh, uh, on customers that's comparable mm -hmm. or maybe even higher in some cases than than uh, than with anywhere else. And you get to you get to basically give your customers a solution that is just awesome. And so basically the feedback that we get from the agents who use this platform, there are over four thousand right now that are using it, um, is that the customers say to them, wow, this is where, like, where did you come up with this? How, how did you find this? This is, this is how it should be, right? And so yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. we think ultimately our, our relationship with agents is very important because, you know, the agents are the ones that are constantly in, in touch with the customers. If a customer finds out that they need insurance, one of the first things they'll do is call their personal lines uh, or, or homeowners broker, and they'll, they'll basically try and get a referral. And we want to be the number one thing on, on the, the number one, um, business uh, app basically uh that that uh, that that is referred mm -hmm. and we think that this is is again highly differentiated from anything else because although yes there are other business um uh small business policies out there they all ask the same amount of questions they're all the same basically complicated products they can't be managed instantly and in real time uh, they don't have an app so you know that really this is the best product that is out there and every agent should be signed up uh, to be selling, uh, you know, and, and basically referring business to us. Got it. All right. So let, let me ask you a different question that, that that's so, but just it's just different. Um, you were, I mean, to, to some extent, okay, word, words don't always fit perfectly, but to some extent, you're an agency and you're, you are a serial entrepreneur, third startup, um, and so, you know, now operating, you're operating in the insurance industry. Uh, you, you probably look around, you see, gosh, there's a lot of legacy and there's a lot of legacy, not just at the carrier level. There's a lot of legacy at the agency level. And uh, clearly in times of fast change, in times of turbulence, there's an advantage to 
thinking like an entrepreneur, to um, thinking uh, with innovation and not simply thinking um, about achieving uh, excellence and best practices in the legacy way of doing business, okay? Um, so that, that entrepreneurial part of you, um, you know, my, so my sense is that a lot of agents are kind of waking up to a new, uh, uh, a new reality that th- they've got to be more entrepreneurial um, and less like a 1995 insurance agency principal. Right. What, 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 do you, what advice do you give? What insight do you give? Uh, because you, you seem to approach everything from an entrepreneurial point of view. Um, and and uh, you probably you know, recognize the way legacies can drag you down. What, what yeah. would you say to somebody who runs a legitimate independent insurance agency and they want to be relevant to the existing marketplace? What would you say to them? So, look, I think, first of all, you have to have uh, you have to have the the all of the new solutions uh, available to cut to new customers you can't try and sell a millennial handyman a traditional annual you know policy uh it's mm-hmm. just it's not good customer service i so i i think that what what you will start to see is uh our broker portal which has already been you know been been augmented quite a bit go even further yeah. I mean, we have a certificate manager program, which basically is for larger customers that manage certificates on behalf of customers. Mm-hmm. We're building out a toolkit that ultimately we think can be something that brokers can use not only for, um, you know, for, for the current products that we have and the, and the new products that we have, but also to better run their businesses. It's really embryonic, but we would love to hear from brokers about how you know, we could potentially create tools that will allow them to better run their businesses and better and be more relevant in, uh, you know, in the, the in the current environment. We have widgets that they can put on their website. I mean, we've got all kinds of things, but ultimately we want to have a dialogue with brokers. Yeah. We believe, frankly, that a lot of the tools that, that have been, been been created for brokers, even, you know, even to some extent, the the agency management systems just aren't that great. Well, they're certainly not that modern. Uh, so, so, so basically, you know, we would like to have the dialogue about that so that we can see uh, how we can really ultimately be more, more of a backbone of a broker's uh, operation uh, from a tech perspective, because we've done such a good job, I think, with, um, with, with a very hard particular aspect of that problem. Uh, Jay, I lost some audio there for a moment. Right, I'm still here. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, I got you back. All right. Um, so, well, uh, let's wind it up here. Um, if uh, if if anybody, an agent or anybody listening, wanted to find out more about Thimble, um, and I suppose if they were an agent or a broker and they wanted to find out more about, you know, perhaps uh, a relationship with Thimble, what should they do? They should just go to thimble.com flip forward slash broker, B-R-O-K-E-R. So uh-huh. symbol.com forward slash broker, or they can email me directly at J, that's J-A-Y, uh, at thimble.com. And I'd be happy to speak to anybody. All right. Very good. Well, Jay, I've uh, enjoyed this conversation and um, uh, I've, I've really enjoyed um, getting to understand your perspective on on how things got to be where they are right now and where you think they're going. So I appreciate you spending time with us. Thanks so much. 
No, it's, it was my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Indeed. Thank you for listening to the Connected Insurance Podcast. If you found this episode informative, please share it with your peers and colleagues. Explore the Connected Insurance family of resources for insurance agents and brokers by visiting agencyrevolution.com and clicking media. Subscribe and get updates delivered right to your inbox. New episodes.